Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Choosing the right road to get on the right road. Next, on Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. To be sure, there is a narrow road and a broad road. One leads to life, the other to destruction. But along the way, in this life, you and I have several other roads that will lead us to either one of those two. Question is, which road are you on? Welcome to today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. We're looking today at a message simply called The Paths of Life taken from Luke chapter 2. Join us there, won't you? As we get things underway now, let's return now to our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing. This morning, I want to talk to you all about the paths of life. The paths of life. You know, as we're going through, going through life, it is, uh, it is amazing. Uh, and I, and, I, and I think about this often because what kind, of, what kind of path is a person on? What direction are they going in? Every single one of us is going in a direction and we're on a certain kind of road. A certain kind of road. And we're going to see here through the scripture that if we're not watchful, we can get on a road. And it doesn't mean that, you know... God is angry. It, does, it just means that this is the path we've chosen. And ultimately, if we choose this path, this is where we're going to end up. And this is the kind of journey we're going to have. One of the things that's always amazing to me is, is Jesus' life. And he comes into the earth. He knows that he has purpose. He knows that he has an assignment. And he's bent on making sure that he gets what God his father is looking for him to get accomplished, that he gets it accomplished. And he has a mission kind of mindset. And I think it's something that we all have to develop in our lives, a, a, a mindset. We've got to change our mind. Some of us are just kind of wandering through life, and the paths just go where they go. But for Jesus, he was not like that. And as a young, from a young age, he was very clear that he had assignment. And we want to make sure in our lives that we do the same thing. Luke chapter 2, verse 41. It says, His parents, Jesus's, went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so, no, now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, 
sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. I think this is one of the things I love about the Lord. Here you have the king of the universe. He's developing. He's, 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 and the Bible says that he was sitting with these guys, listening to them and asking them questions. Isn't that awesome? I mean, oftentimes we, we want to tell people what to do, but Jesus is here and he knows, but he's listening and he's asking them questions. I think we all can learn from that. Amen. It says in verse 47, and all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. Jesus says this, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's what? Business. That I must be about my father's business. But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. This is the mindset. Jesus is on the earth and he knows he's here for purpose. And he says to her very clearly, did you not know that I must, I must be about my father's business. And I think for every single one of us in this room, we've got to develop this mindset, cultivate this mindset, allow this to become a part of our very makeup as we're going through this life so that we ultimately get on the right path. And that is God has called us for purpose and we've got to learn how to be about our father's business. Our father's business. Father, I want your, I want to establish your purpose and I want your business to be, uh, to be established in the earth. He says business. This word business here, it is his agenda. It's his purpose, like I've been saying. It's the father's interest. It's the father's desire. Just write that down. It's the father's desire, his desire. And then ultimately, it's the Father's work. What is the Father doing? What part do I have to play in what he's doing? And I want to get involved with what he's doing. I want his agenda be, to be my agenda. I want his purpose to be my purpose. This is Jesus' mindset. He's talking to his mother, but he has this at 12 years old fixed in him. What is the Father's interest? What are the things that are on his, what are, what are his interest in the earth? What's his desire and what's his work? And when we consider this, we have to consider it twofold, twofold. We have to consider this business from a natural standpoint. But then we also have to consider it from a spiritual standpoint. Because God is doing things from a natural standpoint, practical things that we talk about. Stop seeing your job as just your business. It's not just your business. Stop seeing, you know, raising kids is just your business. Natural things that we do on a day-to-day basis, things that we probably done before we even met the Lord. Getting a job, going to school, doing those things. But at the end of the day, we have to also see that as a part of God's business, his desire, his interest. And we want to align ourselves with God's purpose when it comes to these things. For so many people, they compartmentalize and they say, well, God is in my spiritual life. But I got my business. God is in my prayer life. But I got how to handle my money. What I'm saying to you is you cannot compartmentalize this to the point where you don't realize that ultimately it all starts with God. 
It all starts with God. So from a natural standpoint, Jesus understood this. He's communicating with his natural mother and he's talking to her about this. And he realizes that even her giving birth to him was about her, his father's business. And you have to see, you're not here just because your parents made a decision. You're here because God made a decision. Whew, glory to God. And you're not here by accident. Can I have an amen? And so we have to get, we have to go beyond just the natural and also acknowledge the spiritual aspect. It's both. It's natural and spiritual. All of it is God's business. How I raise my kids is God's business. Where my kids go to school is God's business. Where I go to church is God's business. Where I work at is God's business. All of it is God. Do I have an amen in this place? That all of it is God's business. I'm a part of God's plan. And I have a part to play. All of us have to see this. Jesus realized it. Both for God, I wrote down. Now, the thing that I also want to see, to to, to cite here, and I think this is good, is Jesus said I must be about my father's business. But what happens for us a lot of times, saints, and this is sad, is that we have to see that both the natural aspect and the spiritual aspect, both of them benefit us. Both of them benefit us. And, and, I, and I say that because a lot of times, because we're in a natural world, often we only think the natural aspect to God's purpose for our life benefits us. Meaning, God, give me this job so I can make money so it will benefit me. And we don't realize that from a spiritual standpoint, sometimes what you're doing from a spiritual standpoint means more than what you're doing from a natural standpoint. And we don't consider that. But both are beneficial to us. Both are beneficial. Let me say it like this. God has called us to be kings and priests to our God. He wants us to have natural effect and in a place from a natural standpoint, but he also from a spiritual standpoint. And I think this is important. All of us in this room should be doing our job to to have impact outside of the church, but then also inside of the church. That I'm having an impact outside, but I'm having an impact inside. That I'm doing both. It's not just one or the other. Some people are so bent on just their spiritual lives that they don't take care of their natural business. Man, I'm anointed. I'm appointed. I'm a prophet. I'm a priest. I'm a king. I'm bad. I can prophesy. Well, can you take a shower? (laughs) Take care of your natural business too. Can I have an amen? Because we deep and we, we walking around like John the Baptist and we come up in here. You're not John the Baptist. Shave and take a shower. Well, I, I have to say that because we can get so caught up in our spiritual lives. So locked into our prayer closet that listen, after you listen, go to your prayer closet. And I guarantee if you're in your prayer closet. And you're neglecting your spouse that God, if you're really hearing from God, is going to tell you to leave your prayer closet and go take care of your husband or your wife. Can I have an amen? Because we err on either side. A lot of times we're, you know, especially with the church, we we get into it and it's, but we're not, we're neglecting our families. Or 
We're so involved in our business that we don't have time to, to do what we're supposed to do from a spiritual standpoint. There's error on in either side, and we have to find balance. Somebody say balance. <laughs> Jesus realized this. Jesus knew this. They knew him from the natural, but now he's giving them insight into the spiritual and helping them to see that if they're going to that that if they're going to walk with him, that he's not just thinking about them, but his father has agenda that he's getting ready to tap into. And it's the same thing for us. From a natural standpoint, spiritual standpoint, saints, find balance. Find balance. Find balance. If you're not praying, pray. If you're praying all the time, stop and take your wife to dinner. Oh, see, I'm not hearing a lot of amens. Y'all want to take a week and go do something. You know, go look at the stars. We get so deep, you know what I mean? I see stars in the spirit. No, see stars in the natural. Go outside and take a walk and look up in the sky. Can I have an amen? Enjoy your life. Amen. Do both. But this neglect, I want to say this to you, this neglect on either extreme, it comes into our lives, I believe, because at some point in time, we've allowed ourselves to become lazy. Write it down. We get lazy. We get lazy. From a spiritual standpoint, we get lazy. From a natural standpoint, we get lazy. And on either extreme, but I love this, when Jesus is, is doing what he's doing, he realizes that this is about business. From a natural standpoint, he's, 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 he handles his business. And then from a spiritual standpoint, we're going to see that he handles the father's business. He did both very, very well. And as for us, we have to be willing to do the same if we're going to grow. Most of it just comes to laziness. And I know in church, we don't want to talk about laziness a lot. We, we excuse ourselves a lot. But can we talk about laziness just for a few minutes here? And let me say this to you. Get this message for your kids too. Proverbs chapter 15. And this is where really all this, this stuff started with me. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 19. I read this verse and it just hit me. And I said, I, I believe God just really laying up on my heart to preach to our church about this. Because laziness, if we're not watchful, will create a path that will hinder us from really doing our Father's business and having an enjoyable experience while we're doing it. Look at verse 19. This is good. It says, the way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns. But the way of the upright is a what? Highway. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 19. Listen to what he says. The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns. So as a person is going through their life, is whether, whether it is someone that knows God or someone that does not know God. If a person is lazy, whether you're saved or you're not saved, it's going to result in us having a life that is full of thorns. The path is going to be thorny. You're going forth. You're living your life. And this word ways, the ways, this word way, it says the way of the lazy man, this means this journey, his plot in life, his direction in life. It's, it's always bumpy. 
And we get around some individuals and, and you, you, you love them, you care about them, but they're always got some kind of drama, bumpiness, and it's always something, two steps forward, three steps back, and it never can get, and it's like it's always bumpy, thorny. And for us, we have to ask ourselves, am I a lazy person? Because the Bible says the way of the lazy person is like a hedge of thorns. You're going down this path and you're getting stuck all the way. And for, God, for us, as we're considering our father's business, we don't want that kind of path in life where it's always bumpy. There's going to be times when we have tough times and moments, but they're moments, they're seasons. It's not the last 20 years. Can I have an amen? And some of us can stop and say, man, the last 20 years, Pastor, I've just been on. This is crazy. What I'm saying is sometimes it's not the devil. Sometimes it's. Look at your neighbor and tell him it just might be you. Come on, saints. Come on. Come on. Look. Come on. Be honest with them. Look at the other person. Say, it just might. It just might be you. He says. And this is beautiful. The way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns, but the way, the journey, the path of the upright, of the righteous, is a highway. How many want a highway in your life? We want a highway. We want the road to be open and wide and God to take us in this journey. Doesn't mean that there might not be a few potholes along the way, but the road is clear. The road is open. I feel a freedom as I'm going down this road, and I'm not always getting bumpy and bumpy, but God is leading me down this road. But the Bible says the person who lives like this or has this journey is an upright person. It's a person who's embraced the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's a person who is, has integrity and character that, that is doing the best that they can to try to make things right in the sight of God and man. There's a highway for that person. And for us, this is what we want as a church and as individuals. But if we're going to see this happen, we've got to learn to get upright in ourselves. And I want to say this. If we, if we find ourselves always having to open doors, then we're the ones that got to keep the doors open. But if we get right before God and allow him to create a pathway... Then there's a sense of confidence and trust knowing that, God, you got me this job. You opened this door. You got me this spouse. You told me to go to this school. You are the one who told me to move here. You're the one who opened this door for me. There's a level of confidence and boldness that we have that keeps us in this path. And I think for all of us, we have to ask ourselves, am I being lazy from a natural standpoint or from a spiritual standpoint? Because ultimately, if I am, it's going to cause me to find myself in a, a, have a thorny road when it comes to my natural life or my spiritual life. Some people, even in their spiritual life, it's always a battle. The devil is always there. Listen, the devil is supposed to leave you for a season. The devil left Jesus for a season. He got a break, amen? Some of us, we never get a break. Maybe because we're being lazy spiritually. Can I preach on this this morning? Maybe, maybe it's because we're being lazy. We're not, we're not praying the way we should. We're not seeking God. We're not coming to 630 prayer like we used to. We're not coming to Wednesday night Bible study. 
We're not getting our, we're not coming to the marriage enrichment. We're waiting until our marriage is falling apart before we come to the marriage enrichment. We got to come even before. When you see the signs, amen, we should just be coming anyway, amen, just to get enriched in our marriage. What happens is, is this, saints, if from a natural standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, we're suffering loss or having a bumpy road, sometimes it's because we're being lazy. God said, will you fast on this? And the devil's just sitting there and he won't go away because he knows we're not lazy enough to bind him. We're, we're lazy. We're so lazy and we're not strong enough to stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to bind him. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek God. I'm going to practice my spiritual disciplines that are going to put him on the, on the run. Amen. And the same thing from a natural standpoint. We're saying, Lord, I want you to open a door and create a highway. But we haven't even got our resumes together. Let's talk about some natural things. Amen. Because we can shout, but we got to get that resume together too. And we can't lie on it either. Because we're upright. Amen. And that if we're going to, we're looking for a new job, we want to make sure that we're getting out there. The job, listen, saints, I want to just say this. When Jesus found the disciples, they were out busy working. They were doing work. They were out. And for us, it's the same thing. We, God should find us busy going after him and trying to advance the kingdom of God. And I think for us, we have to stop. It's not just going to boom, happen. He said, the way of the lazy man is like a hedge of thorns. So we can't be lazy even from a natural standpoint. Let me say this to you. Some of us, and I'm going to be, come on. Let me say this, saints. I'm just going to cut loose this morning, amen, because we're going to realign some stuff. I want to get some stuff going. Saints, listen, if, if you're working on the job, work. Get off the Internet. Get off Facebook and Twitter. Get off Facebook and Twitter. Get off the phone. Hey, dog, I'm going to call you. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, oh, here they come. I'll, I'll call you back. Don't forget that Jesus hired you. I know. Lord Jesus. Long as I know, you know, I always care about five amens in my pocket. What I'm saying is if we're being lazy, Jesus is watching. And then if God forbid we get laid off or something happens, we blame them or the devil. And God is saying, listen, I hired you. And don't forget, you're not just working for them. You're working for me because that is also my business. And I place you there because it's my business. And I want you to advance my kingdom in that business. And I want the kingdom to come wherever you go. Can I have an amen? We have to think about this, saints. Look at this. Go to Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs 12. Look at verse 24. From a natural standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint. He says, the hand of the diligent will rule. But the lazy man will be put to forced labor. The hand of the diligent for rule. From a natural standpoint, we want God to elevate us and to take us places and to do things. From a spiritual standpoint, we want God to do things in the spirit. When you begin to pray and you begin to command and decree and, de- decree and de- declare and do those things, that stuff happens. Why? Because you're diligent. You're diligent. You rule. He says, 
but the lazy man will be put to force labor. And I think this is happens. We get put in the situations from even from a vocation standpoint that we really don't want to be in. We hate our jobs instead of saying this is a blessing. Man, I'm forced to take this job because this is the only person that will hire me. We want to say, well, this is the one I prayed for, and God opened the door, and it's a highway in this place, and God just made it smooth for me. Well, if we're not diligent, if we're lazy, we're not going to see God's blessing upon our lives. Look at that. Go to Proverbs chapter 12. Let's look at verse, let's look at, uh, let's look at verse 20, 27. Look at this. It says, the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting. But diligence is, is man's precious possession. He has it, but he's too lazy to cook it. Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of The Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net. On our website, you can also click on the link to access our page on Facebook or search for The Well Christian Community while you're on Facebook. You can also follow Pastor on Twitter with the address at Napoleon Kaufman, all one word. And then we would invite you to join us again next time as we continue our studies in God's Word for times of refreshing. Until then, may Jesus Christ be highly exalted in your life, and may He bring you a peace that passes all understanding. Lots of channels. Nothing to watch especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on local now, channel 525.